Blog Talk Radio. Hello, greetings, blue people. Welcome to the Blue Click Radio Show, where we talk about anything and everything spiritual. We're just three people walking each other along our journey of authenticity. So, if you want to join us, feel free to call in. It's 323-642-1637. If you want to listen, that's great. If you want to send us a question or a comment, and you don't want to say it online or on air, you can email us at blueclick at gmail.com or look us up on Facebook, and we've got um, a Facebook group where we have pretty good discussions, so you can look us up there too. Just look up Blue Click, and we should probably pop up. So... Um, my name is Nikki. I'm one of your hosts, and as always, I'm joined by Aaron. Say hello, Aaron. Hello, everyone. And Sean. Hello, Aaron. Hello, Sean. Hello, Sean. Hello, everyone. It's me, Sean. How are you? How's everyone doing today? Happy New Year. Oh, yeah, Merry this is uh, British Sean. All that British Sean. <laughs> British Sean. I've never been better. Absolutely. Oh, man. i got to work on my British accent. Um, I've got to work on it. Um, okay, maybe she did the whole show on British accent. Okay, um... You We're gonna sound talk more about educated. Mine's more more cockney sounding. I'm all, I sound like yeah, a street you're, person. You're, you're like, low class. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very low class. Yeah, something you get a little bit more street. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> you're a little bit more Oliver Swift. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> Please, sir. May I have some more? More. Retrograde right. and full effect. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what we wanted to talk about, what we were thinking about talking about today is kind of the traps of emotionalism and how being mm. symbol literate can kind of help you have a fuller picture of how yeah. you could possibly be controlled or manipulated emotionally, <laughs> mentally, spiritually. Yeah. Through symbols, yes. because we're not really taught to be symbol literate. We're taught to right. rely on language, which is probably is is one of the newest forms of communication. Um, right. Language is, is is brand new compared to symbols. Symbols are millennia years old um, and are used millennia. all the time. They're not even millennia. You can't even quantify them with time. Yeah, There's you can't even quantify it with time. But language, yeah. as far as language is concerned, is fairly new, and we are taught to just depend on language and not pay attention to symbols. But it's the it's your the brain and the mind that really communicate in symbols, right? In which we have no awareness of, and so that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today. Um, right. So what you don't know is is affecting you. Um, Energy-wise, emotionally, spiritually, and all of these outside entities are feeding off of your emotions and your energy. Um, And we 
are aware that we are responding to something because of the way that we feel or what we're reacting to, but we really don't know what that is. And so we want to talk about the importance of seeing symbols and, and knowing that they're there and being aware of how they affect you and being able to use that energy for you and not just giving it away. So that's kind of what we want to discuss. Absolutely. Um, so Sean, Absolutely. what are your initial thoughts when you, t- when you think about being simple literate? Um, initially, I mean, you think about just some of the more mundane things that we place ourselves in check with, or we are making the agreement to place ourselves in check with, with our emotions. Even something as simple as like a movie, <clears throat> like when we watch these movies with these heroes and these villains, a lot of times we're cheering for the hero. When in all actuality, when you look at it from a broader context, each of the villains are always trying to push things forward and get away from the current paradigm. Whereas the, the hero is trying to keep everything the same. And as we all know, the same isn't good for everybody. You know, so when you root to keep mm-hmm. things the same, you know, when you're rooting for the hero in a lot of instances in a lot of these movies, you're rooting to keep the status quo the status quo. So you're sending your mm-hmm. energy and your sentimentality toward this dynamic that's counterproductive and, and completely antithetical to what and who you are and where you should be going. You know, stuff like that. <clears throat> like in church, for example. When they say that the devil is his number, 666, the mark of the beast, and, you know, you're rooting for this devil to be conquered or put into the pit or whatever the case may be, you're stepping over the fact that, you know, we're comprised of carbon, which is six protons, six neutrons, six electrons. So the devil that you're talking about in this instance is your very self. So you're rooting against yourself in that instance as well. So being... Symbol literate and being able to understand these timeless symbols and the messages that lie beneath this stuff, you can understand what side you're on, understand what's being conveyed, Mm -hmm. what's trying to be pushed in terms of the collective. Because when you really look at what's going on, everything that we're experiencing is a product of what the collective is agreeing upon. So when you can get the collective to agree on to agree on a certain sentiment, that sentiment becomes reality. So when you have all of these people rooting against themselves and to keep the order the way that it is, that's exactly what they're doing. They're placing mm-hmm. themselves in subjugation and agreeing to the subjugation and sealing it with their signature, with their energy signature, saying, okay, this is what we agree to. So this is what it is. And then at the same time, you turn around on the back end and say, "We, you know, I need out of this, we need out of this, and you, you identify the enemies. But when you go into these ritualized ways of thinking in terms of how they galvanize, you know, people's thoughts and how they kind of wrangle you into thinking certain things, you understand that those thoughts and those things that you are pushing out there are working against you if you're not, you know, if you don't have a firm grasp of, of, of the higher order of what's going on, because there's always a higher order of what's going on. It's mm-hmm. never just some mundane shit, <laughs> just for no reason. Right. You know? Yeah. Again, that's the difference between seeing things from my, from a myopic sense, an everyday on-the-ground, real-time sense, and being able to pull away and see things from a grander and broader perspective. And symbols and understanding the 
the, 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 the power of symbols and understanding what they are and getting to know them in a way that, because they don't change. Symbols don't change. What, what a symbol is is what right. it is. You can't change the meaning of it. So if you have a dynamic that looks a certain way, but the symbols are telling you that it's something different, the symbols are telling you the truth, you know? Right. And until you get on the right. side of understanding what those symbols are saying, your your sentiment a lot of times is governed pretty much just by your emotions, and that's just not enough. Well, and that's it's important thing. to know the connection between what you're being exposed to and how you're emotionally feeling at the time and making that connection. There, I'm getting a message. I don't know it. I don't understand it, but I am being having enough self awareness to be aware that you're being affected by it. You are absolutely, absorbing absolutely. some energy. Absolutely. Um, and that's the first step, really, is realizing yep. that yep. it's affecting you. You're right. feeling something for a reason. Right. It's not random. Right. Right. It's affecting you, and but but again, you have to understand. Just you have to you have to be able to pull away. Some people just have a single mm-hmm. vision lens where they don't they can't pull away and and pan out and see the bigger picture. It's just one shot of one angle and one you know, and 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 that dynamic mm-hmm. is the only dynamic that rules their entire existence. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's about understanding things from a broader perspective. If you can't get to the point where you understand things from a broader perspective, you'll always be used. You'll always use as an emotional mm-hmm. energy tool. Or you're getting else. such a small piece of the whole picture because mm-hmm. the words are, are just a, a minuscule part of the message. Um, colors and symbols and, you know, just even the the – if you look at how the, how black and white are used, um, the the one that we're educated on the most, where the the black the black hat belongs to the villain and the white hat belongs to right. the good guy or the hero in the right. movie, just and that's that's <laughs> basic. But people don't even realize how you how that is penetrating and how that is affecting them, and that's the most basic and the one that yeah. we're exposed to the most, right. Right, right, and you draw that, and you draw the emphasis that that's the case all the time. So you're automatically going to be root for the white hat. But, but uh-huh. when you again, when you pull out and you look at the bigger picture, that white hat is the very thing and the very energy that's suppressing you mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you cheer for the white hat, you're cheering for your own demise. Right. So you right. know, it's, it's about knowing. Where, where the angles are, what the angles are, and how they play you. So, you know, you, you can't desire something so bad that you want out of it, but at the same time, everything that you do in terms of ritual and energy and emotion, you're putting in the opposite, you know, mm-hmm. the opposite uh, 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 playing mm-hmm. field, and you're rooting against yourself. Right. And I think yeah. right now the biggest symbol or the biggest thing that we're all experiencing is the you know, winter, starting a new year in winter, you know, winter yeah. is a symbol of, you know, nothing grows, everything is dormant, everything is, is asleep and still, but you're supposed to be, rev up all your engines and start something new and start thinking something new instead of waiting for the spring, which is new life and new beginnings and when the earth and everything blooms and is creating new life. 
You're supposed to be mm-hmm. creating new life in an atmosphere where nothing grows and everything is asleep and dormant. Yeah, mm-hmm. because, again, when you're looking at things in a myopic sense, you don't see that you're being placed in a superficial terrarium that doesn't mm-hmm. coincide with any time that nature provides for you. You know what I mean? When you're, when, you're, when you're placed into superficial time, when you're outside of the confines of what nature says time is and how it does things, everything is done in mm-hmm. an order. And it's done in an orderly fashion. And, you know, when you're taken outside of that time, you're outside a step of those things. So there's nothing to support any newness. Everybody's making New Year's resolutions and getting gym memberships and shit, but they're going to mm-hmm. last for three months. If that, because there's nothing <laughs> that. elements that are supporting that newness and that new proclamation or that new constitution that everybody makes at the, at the new year. Or what mm-hmm. they consider the new year. There's nothing there to support that newness. So it just fizzles away most times. You know? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, Aaron, what are your thoughts? Oh, man. I mean, I can't really say much more than what you both have said. Uh, I can only echo that. You've got to apply a broader perspective to things. You've got to use what I'll call today your higher mind and not get so stuck in the level of the literal. I mean, symbols mm-hmm. symbols are so powerful because they can mean many things. Uh, it's, it's as if they're it's like it's a, a crystallized uh, form of something that explains many. So it's going to take some digesting and some some meditating and some real examining to begin to absorb all that a symbol might actually be trying to show you or tell you, and it might take coming back again and again and again to really get it because each time you come back to it, it might give you an added layer or a new piece of a puzzle. And it can be really enjoyable to kind of uh, sit and really digest those symbols uh, so that you can really learn and understand what it's going to help you open yourself up to about your own self. And I just think it's really important, like it's been said before, to really pay attention to the full picture or the full spectrum and not get too caught or immersed in one side of it because that's that's cheapening uh the the, the fullness and the, the totality of the experience. So it's it's not going to be easy and uh if you think you have it just so figured out from one side then Therein lies your work, and therein uh, comes your assignment to spend more time with the symbols. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's constant work. It's constant exploration. And uh, I think it's also important for people to remember that, you know, we, all things come back to us. All things are in us. So when you explore the symbols of the hero and the villain, look at how you're both those things. Look at how you represent a complete and total story, not just one side Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I know that, and I, I know that I definitely have some work to do in this area because there's a lot of things that I just don't, I let go over my head. I, I don't notice that, mm-hmm. uh, Sean points is good at pointing out. Did you see that, or did you notice how they did that, or did you see how he's holding his 
you know, hand or glass, especially like in movies and things like that. Like if I'm really paying mm-hmm. attention, and then I can I can see them. But there's a lot of stuff that I, once you become aware of how much you don't know and how much you don't see, you can see how and why people are responding to certain things. And a lot of it, there's a lot of personal stuff in in two. Like if we we're using movies as an example, everybody kind of gets something out of it because you're kind of bringing your own perspective and your own experiences with it um but there definitely are some things at play that culturally they have introduced us to symbols under certain circumstances that they are putting Mm -hmm. in movies and tv and other media to tell us what they're doing but they don't have to tell us what they're doing in words but they're going to tell as long as they can they as far as you know the rituals or whatever it is that may be at play, mm-hmm. they have to inform <laughs> those that they are, um, I don't know, I don't know how I want to say enemy, but those are that they're using, basically. They have to inform you in order for, for it to be able, to, for them to have the power to be able to use your energy but we're looking for them to tell us in words, and we only look for truth in words, and we're not looking for truth in those symbols. So technically they're telling us and giving them access to our energy without realizing it or knowing it um, because we're not symbol literate. But it's all over the mm-hmm. place, and it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just don't see it, and we don't notice it, and that's why they're able to use use so much of all, that's why they're able to keep you powerless or from using that energy mm-hmm. for yourself. We basically they become giant You're, batteries. Well, well, um, it's a twofold thing that they're doing. It's not it's not only that they're keeping you powerless, they're keeping you powerless and then keeping themselves powerful off of your energy. Uh-huh. It's not that right. you're disempowering yourself only. You're not only disempowering yourself. You're disempowering yourself and empowering those who are giving you right. these, these formulas and these energies to, you know, these ideas and these dynamics mm-hmm. to extract this energy and this sentiment from you. You're agreeing that these people are in charge. Okay, boom, they're in charge. And the enemy is should be vanquished or done away with, and the good guy is keeping everybody safe and keeping the status quo what it is. So we're going to cheer for the good guy. Mm-hmm. The white hat good guy is that motherfucker that everybody keeps talking about, they. <laughs> they doing that. Mm-hmm. They doing that. Mm-hmm. That's the white hat. That's right. the white hat. That always has been. <clears throat> that always has been. Now we about to go and undergo another mass ritual in the Super Bowl shit. Watch that joint. It, this is a perfect <laughs> time to really start familiarizing yourself with symbols mm-hmm. and archetypes mm-hmm. and all of those things. Because that Super Bowl ritual, they know they got all of these people watching. You got you got millions of people watching at one time, and mm-hmm. they're smoking yep. all kinds of gang signs and symbols and shit. They got Bruno Mars back in there. Mm-hmm. So the, the Mars element is back. So this war shit that's going on is being supported <laughs> with the sentiment of that whole Mars thing. Everybody's, you know, oh my God, the Super Bowl, so and so was this and that and the other. And they're supporting those energies, and you're supporting those nefarious things with your energy, unbeknownst to yourself. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 you know, it's real crazy when you look at things again from a broader perspective, and you understand 
how things are being played. You got all these people, the average people, the average person walks around thinking that, you know, um, the Zodiac is just some mumbo-jumbo um, pseudoscience bullshit, and the stars and any of those things, none of those things influence anything that goes on here. As a matter of fact, the only people who um, embrace that idea are gypsies and, you know, bagavons and dumb folks. Mm-hmm. When at the same time, everything that's being done is being done in, in a way that's supported by the energies that are intruding and coming into this planet. That's why things are done in certain times. They wait until the time is right for <clears throat> those energies to be supported by, you know, celestial influences. And it's all about astrology and numerology. There's nothing else. It's about numbers and symbols. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get that, then you're way behind in everything that's going on, and you don't know how the world works like the dude says, and you can't catch up. <laughs> if you still think that the stars and, Black man, no, no, no. and all of that shit is just a mumbo-jumbo, you got life fucked up. <laughs> everything that these people are doing that are keeping them in place and all these wars mm-hmm. that they're creating in the time in which they, they declare mm-hmm. war even is done by celestial right. movement. Well, let's talk and about so the black and the white thing. Let's talk about mm-hmm. calling yourself black and why we shouldn't call ourselves black and why we shouldn't call them white. Well, their status symbolism. Their status mm-hmm. is black and white are not colors. First of all, they're not colors. Several things. Several several things wrong with that. Black is not a color. White is not a color. And they're not complexions. Right. So you know when you consider yourself a complexion, you minimize yourself down to a complexion. Especially when you take the complexion of black. In in the legal sense, black means unconscious or dark. It means that you're you're sleeping. So when you agree to be sleeping, yeah, you agree you're dormant, to be unconscious. You're sleeping you're, it's winter, right? Yes, you're a minor. Mm-hmm. You're a minor. You're a minority. You're placed in minority status where you have to have. Um, Wards or people that are over you, you have guardians, and mm-hmm. those guardians pretty much can tell you what can and cannot be done. Minority can tell you that you're working <laughs> because the mm-hmm. status of black in 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 society is worthless. It's stateless. It means stateless. It means you have no nothing to anchor or tether yourself to. Where as white means free person. Mm-hmm. It's not a complexion. It's not a complexion. It's not a complexion. It's not a nationality either. You know, we say that too. Yeah. We identify ourselves nationally as being black. And that's why, again, nobody's being um, sentenced by these uh, pop-up uh, uh, grand juries that they're having because they don't have to. Because by law, you're agreeing that they don't have to. There's there's no recourse or there is, 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 is no uh, uh, correction for this thing because stateless people don't have to be put in into the system where if you do something to them you 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 damage the system so we have to correct the book and fix them if you kill a a a common dog on the street you just killed a common dog on the street well shit you go to jail for that before you go to jail for killing <laughs> a black person yeah and that's real because black people and the color black is a status Mm. It's not a nationality. It's not a race. That's, that's that's another trick bag. What the fuck is the black race and the white race? Right. It's not a race. They're statuses. 
it's a trick game. I mean, again, it goes back to the, to the, to the theme of this conversation. You have to familiarize, familiarize yourself with broader context and see things from a broader perspective. Because once you start, you know, looking at things in a myopic sense, you only get a fraction of what's going on, and you, you know, 100% of the time, whatever you're rooting for is not yourself. Because those things that you're observing are, are, are being given to you, and they're being given to you for a reason. You know, not just... <laughs> this is something that you can learn and hold on to, but these things have energy, they have power. And what you agree to becomes your fate. And as, and collectively, right. as we collectively agree to certain things, we keep the very things that are working against us at play if we don't right. get to the point where we're able to see things from a broader context. So, yes, absolutely. Now, I advise anybody who's listening to this to get, get, get some books on, on symbols, ancient symbols, and you start to see how these symbols work their way into modern day time and how they what they are and what they mean and these arch- archetypes, these archetypal energies, these um deities and these major and minor deities that people talk about all the time that they scared church folks into even thinking about there's only one God, there's only one God and everybody else is a demon. <laughs> you know. Right. That's not the truth. That's not the truth. All of these superheroes and when you get into talking about um um, voodoo and, and the Orisha and all of that, and then you go into the Catholic Church and you look at some of the saints and the archangels, it's all the same shit. It's all the same yeah. shit. It's all the same conversation. Those archetypal energies don't change. Even if they change the names, the faces, even the, their hues, and, the, you know, you got Thor up there in Iceland and shit. Thor is Shango, the Thunder God. You know, mm-hmm. it's all the same shit. And when you start to familiarize yourself with the symbols and the archetypes, you see the bigger picture and what real the real conversation that's being had. And you can kind of maneuver yourself in a, in a situation. And you can just use those same energies, those same rituals that they perform, those mass rituals that they perform on us and get us to, to agree with and vibe with. You can use those energies for your, on, on your behalf and for your betterment or whatever the, your cause yeah. is or your sentiment or your, your intention is that you're throwing out there. Those energies aren't, they're not on teams. It's not like Coke and Pepsi. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like how are, you know, and a lot of people ask that question, how, how are these people able to use nature and to, to do bad things? It's not good or bad. It just is energy. You know, you hear people right. talk about, like, like when you plug a toaster into electric, electricity is electricity. It's unbiased mm-hmm. as to what, you know, it powers. Right, the electricity isn't yeah, going to say, you know what, I don't like toast, so I'm not going to give power to the toaster. Mm-hmm. Right, It exactly. gives power to, exactly. you plug in, exactly. it, it it responds. It's not um, exactly. conditional on what's good or what's mm-hmm. bad according to what you have adopted as good or bad, or it, yep. it is what it is. You plug into yep. the energy, you get the energy, supplies you with what you plugged into yep. Would you run into? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's that's the biggest that's probably the biggest trick bag that they've thrown everybody into is this good and evil dynamic. You know, mm-hmm. this right and wrong, up and down dynamic that people kinda steer away from certain things when they're told this is bad. So okay, this is bad, so I'm gonna stay away from it. Or this is good, so I'm gonna go toward it. You know. Mm-hmm. When when you when you begin to see 
things again from a broader context. You begin those lines of good and bad kind of disappear. You know what I'm saying? It, it, there is no good and bad. It just is. It right. just is. And when you embrace that idea and you get into the you get into a sense of more balance when you get away from <clears throat> trying to observe one aspect or the other, trying to place good over bad or bad over good even. When you get to the point where you're able to sit in the middle and be the observer, you can see things in its truest sense. You know, so sometimes, most times, our emotions, especially if we're not symbol literate, our emotions betray us. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> thinking that, you know, we're actually feeling good or cheering for the right thing, when in most cases we're not. If we don't have a bigger sense of the picture, you know, you really don't, you really can't tell if you're putting your sentiment in, on the right side, and the right side being whatever side that's serving you best. That's the right side. Right. Mm-hmm. Whatever side gets you to your desired end and moves you forward in your your own personal evolution is the right side. Mm-hmm. And most people who are hung up in the sense of um, right and wrong don't really want to accept the fact that sometimes the bad side is more beneficial. <laughs> Would you consider the bad <laughs> side? Mm-hmm. It's where you should be, you know. And 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 if you can't make the agreement that you know right. I, I I have to be on this side all the time, then again you're you're, you're pigeonholing yourself and you're placing yourself in a context that won't allow you to maximize your power. And that's what we're talking about here. At the end of the day, we're talking about power, real power, not not pseudo power or you know, a, a, a presidential election and some president and all that other shit. That's not power. That's bullshit. Real power is yeah. when you can, you can summon the wind. You know what I'm saying? Real power is mm-hmm. when the elements respond to your conversation. That's right. real power. But it's it's those that are not aware that they, they're they using such things as the presidential election or Super Bowl or football games. To give you emotionally fear-based or to tell you what you're supposed to believe or to further give you a uh, – okay, my kids are breaking in. Um, to give you an example of what they want you to steer you towards or the sentiment they want you to take, they use those things such as the presidential election. So, again, what you're giving your energy to, what you're giving your attention to is how they're going to – if they're going is what they're going to use as long as you're illiterate. But if you can see what they're doing and you can um, identify the symbolism that they're using, who they're using, how they place people, where they place people, what, what drive, especially the presidential election when they wear the red ties and or when they're with regular people and they have on their little plaid shirts. They're emotionally trying to affect you and sway you in a certain direction. That's why you have to be aware yeah. of how they're using you, how but they're using your energy, and what they're doing, and emotionally how you're responding to that. That's low-level. I mean, we're to the point where that's, people think that somebody who has on a plaid shirt can relate to what I'm doing every day, and while they're going home, <laughs> you're, you're trying to pay your light but, bill and can't pay your phone bill, but they can relate to me because they have a plaid shirt on. I mean, that's how simple we are because we don't pay attention to what's right in front of us. 
That's low level manipulation, though. I mean, that's just that's but distraction. It, but that's where that's what we're dealing. That's what they're dealing with. It only takes yeah. low level manipulation because they're so illiterate that they don't even want to make a decision or want to work towards what does this mean to me? How is this affecting me? Tell me what I'm supposed to think. Okay, I'm gonna tell you what I'm supposed to think. You trust this guy and don't trust this guy. Okay, that's the end of it. That's where they are now. There's so much brainwashing right. and there's so much manipulation, and it's so layered that that's all they have to do is wear a plaid shirt and you trust them. Simple that's one. where we are. Trust to make for decisions what? for you. I don't want to think. See, but that's the problem. You do it for me. That's the bigger problem. The mm-hmm. fact that you're you're allowing or trusting someone to make decisions for you, not whether or not you pick the right person to make decisions for you. But the fact that you're picking someone that you want anybody to make decisions for you, mm-hmm. and Agreed. you still think that partisan politics has a place in your life in terms of changing things and making right. making, but making things. But you know, it starts. It if starts you're still in, if you're still having that conversation, you need to shoot your fucking self. Really, uh-huh. right. you need to get the fuck off the planet and make room for it people. It does, who are but really it starts again when it, it's layered. So it starts at. Sunday school or in regular in school every day when you have to ask permission to go to the freaking bathroom and you're 18 years old and um, you need an authority to go and tell um, so you call the police because that's the authority over us so I need to tell that this person is not making me happy or this person is scaring me or this person is making me uncomfortable or you gotta wait till your boss gives you permission to go see your family you for a week it's, it's at this stage of the it's, game, you need to get the fuck off the planet. Really, <laughs> Seriously. it's layers. That's the game. That's you know, the you have a, game you, you've that, never that, been. That you've never playing. been in a position. There are people who've never been in a position where they felt like they've ever had it, and they feel comfortable in not making a decision for themselves. Like I have a relative who every every other word that comes out of their mouth is. My boss said, my doctor said, my so-and-so said, my therapist said, my dietitian said. It's never what I said or what I want. It's, oh, my doctor told me to do this, or my, my therapist told me to do this, or my dietitian told me to only eat this, or my boss said that um, I got an, a certificate because I did everything I was supposed to do this week. Or, you know, it's, where are you? You you are a grown woman with children, and you're still dependent on other people to validate you or tell you what's best for you. Where are you in that? Yeah. And there, that I run into that more than people who are willing to say, "I don't, I'm, I don't care what anybody says. I'm not doing that. I'm not taking that pill. I'm not. Um, I'm going to decide what I need for me, despite what everybody else is doing or saying." Because you're controlled through media and commercials and TV and other people and through emotional manipulation. And if you don't know how suggestions through symbols and words um, are affecting you emotionally, then you will be trapped. You are in the trap. Wow. Yeah, yeah, you are. You are. You're most. You're in the trap. But again, just going back, going back to the, the overall conversation, the way out of that trap is to be able to see things from a broader context, and, and understanding mm-hmm. what that is, 
if you can't understand that that's even a conversation at this point, then again, like I said before, in all fairness, get the fuck off the planet. <laughs> no, seriously, because things are ratcheting up. There's no time for that. There's no time for that. There's no time for people that are still stuck into the mundane aspect of how things run and how they work. And if you still mm-hmm. think that that's what's really going on on this planet, then you need to get the fuck out of the way because you're about to get ran over. Shit's about to hit the fan. Real yeah. spit. Real mm-hmm. spit. And there's no more time for, you know, uh, uh, Black Lives mm-hmm. Matter and all that other bullshit and Donald Trump and, and all. Man, come on. <laughs> I mean, really, 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 really. Really, mm-hmm. you got people talking about you got people sitting around having dinner discussing talking about Donald Trump and mm. building a wall and all this other bullshit. Mm. Like that's real and that really means something. Donald around, Trump is a right. fucking actor. He's an mm-hmm. actor. The government and the fucking uh, 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 president have nothing to do with in, with anyone in terms of, of bettering or worse. Well, yeah, worse in your fucking life when they show up at your door. With the motherfucking with guns and march your ass off the FEMA camps and shit, but I mean, th- there's nothing that a president could do that can improve your quality of life or, or or improve your being. For you to give it that much energy that you're worrying about whether or not Donald Trump or whoever else becomes president, there will be no more fucking presidents. There will not be another ele- election. <laughs> there's not mm-hmm. going to be another election. Yeah, I've heard that several times. Several different uh, people who have said this is the last president. Man, he's the last fucking president. If people don't wake the fuck up and begin to see what's really going on, when this shit hits the fan, everybody's going to be sitting around. And again, if you think about, they tell us that, how many movies did they make in the last 10 years where... When it was an apocalypse movie, there was a black man as president. Yep. A melanated yep. man yeah. in prison. How many different yep. movies? It, it was always the, yep. the end of the world. <laughs> yep. There are several movies yep. where there was a melanated man no. in prison. All of them. Yeah. Except all of them. All of the ones in, 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 the, last, in the last 10 years, at least. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's mm-hmm. shit like yeah. that. You got to be able to see what's going on. If you can't see what's mm-hmm. going on, man, shoo, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. They think it's always about to be revealed. Obama's mm-hmm. president Obama's number 44. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, man, mm. it's a rat, man. It's a rat. <laughs> you hear the Pope, the Pope, Pope said this is the last Christmas? This is going to be the last Christmas? The Queen said it, too. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the last Christmas. Y'all hope y'all enjoyed it. This is the last one. He said it pretty mm. much. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, and if you, yeah, if man. Been, Kansas, Kansas is about to go bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> Kansas is about to go bye bye, Darcy. Oh yeah, I'm you. oh yeah, I'm excited, yeah, bro. Absolutely, you know, I I knew on a level beneath the conscious level that you know the whole 2012 thing was a, a sort of entering of the gateway. We come yep. out the other right. side of it. At about 2017 mm-hmm. or around then, so it's it's actually been moving along just as as one yep. thought. So yeah, hey, yeah, yep. it's on. And it's and it's crazy how when you observe those folks who consider themselves spiritual people, you know those those church going folks, those people that we all have in our family who consider themselves closer to spirit than anybody else. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
praying. They praying for everybody. Yep. Mm-hmm. They got the inside to God. I'm gonna pray for you, and I'm gonna just gonna lay hands on you and all that shit. They have no clue. They have no mm-hmm. clue what's going on right now. None. They're walking through this shit completely oblivious. Yeah, and they think that they're connected to spirit. If they were connected to spirit, they would be the, the main ones yelling and talking about what's going on. They are completely clueless. Mm-hmm. They worry about paying their tithes and keeping their lights on. They are completely clueless. Right. Oh, boy. <clears throat> yeah, man. That's like, if there was ever an idea as to who's really speaking or, or is in touch with spirit, if, if you can sit on the fence and watch and see who's having the conversation that's being more um, representative and, 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 and more emblematic and symptomatic of what's going on in the cosmos right now. Is it the church folk or is it the quote-unquote conscious people? And I hate that fucking word, but, you know. Yeah. If, if you, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you still yeah. have people, and I, I still personally know people who have the idea or, 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 or of the idea or share the idea or the opinion that science and spirituality are diametrically opposed to one another. You know what I mean? That science mm-hmm. is trying to refute the fact that there is God, and God has nothing mm-hmm. to do with science. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, if people you who still believe in that. Life that I, yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, if you were able to bridge the gap and see the two, you can see the bigger picture, because they're both saying the same thing, just with with, with symbols and numbers and with mm-hmm. with. with Mythology and 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 parables and stories, but they're both saying that they they support one another. They're not opposed to one another. And when you're able to embrace uh, the the aspect that that numbers provide and that this, that 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 astrology provides in terms of star mm-hmm. placement and, and and celestial placements and shit like that, and you're able to fuse that with the archetypes and the mythology of these stories of these ancient people, you see plainly, and no one can lie to you anymore either. You can read, mm-hmm. the, you can read the tea leaves, the quote-unquote tea leaves for yourself. You don't have to mm-hmm. yep. wait for someone to disseminate some information or go and give them a tenth of whatever it is that you earn so they can tell you what your next step should be. That's bullshit. That's mm-hmm. bullshit. He's lying to you, and he's probably just telling you his problems. Or telling you how he's fixing his shit. And all these folks are sitting around waiting for the sky to crack open. And for this big, (laughs) giant, let me tell you Mm -hmm. something. If everybody can see this big thing at the same time, that thing is huge if it's coming out of the sky. (laughs) If some big dude on some white horse step out of the sky, I don't want shit to do. I don't want shit to do. Mm. (laughs) Can you imagine that? Has anybody ever thought about that? They talk about the sky is going to crack open and Jesus is going to come out on a white horse and everybody's going to be able to see him. How big that has to be if everybody's going to be able to see it. For everybody on mm-hmm. earth to see it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody on earth is going to see it, right? It a thousand feet tall or some shit, a million feet tall. I mm-hmm. wouldn't want to come near that shit. Like, yeah. And they wouldn't on. either. They'd be trying to shoot it down. Yeah, man, they'd be trying to shoot it with missiles and shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Run from it. Kill Jesus again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, we've got, of course, time flies. Um, we've got two minutes left. So, 
Um, Aaron, closing thoughts. Yeah, I just I think you need to use that all-seeing eye and try to see the bigger picture, you know. Look for all that it represents and uh, and and what it's trying to tell you. And and even more importantly than that, you know, you have to you have to be the creator, and you have to be the source for the creation of all things in your life. If somebody else is telling you to do it, then uh, it's it's not coming from you. And it's always important to ask now, why is this person saying that? So you can really see what's beneath all that mm-hmm. crap. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Always look for their, right. what, what are they getting out of you doing what, mm-hmm. following mm-hmm. Your, yeah. their instructions. How do they benefit what's from What's in that? it for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now what's in it for me? What's in it for you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Sean, last thought. That's fine. My last thought is, is, is just... I think the last, the first thing, the first thing of my last thought would be to understand that there is an, there's a higher way of thinking out there. Uh-huh. Okay, we're going to get cut off, is, so I need you to talk. <laughs> oh. You're going to get cut off. Okay. Broaden your mind, goddammit. That's my last thought. Broaden your mind. Okay. My I think we got like.